Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Yep, team updates uh, from a player standpoint. Um, you know, uh, the campus is, is pretty is pretty dead. <laughs> Nobody's around. Guys are guys are home looking for old Saint Nick, so which is a good thing. Um, from a coaching standpoint, we we're we're still working. Um, uh, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting is the name of the game right now, and and then obviously a little bit of planning. You know, we still have to get into end of year evaluations. What I mean by that is, you know, just going back, watching the games, taking a thorough look inside and out, scheme wise, what we did. Um, why we did it, how we did it, when we did it. So, um, but we haven't started that yet, but we're preparing to do that in January. But for right now, it's just recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. So, well, let's jump with recruiting first. And Mike would like to know what is in the Hamlin Pipers football stocking for players you're hoping to get for freshmen for this year. Oh man, well I tell you what, man, it'll be it's always good to to get a, a freshman quarterback. You know, we're definitely we got a couple of those guys on the board, and you know, obviously you can't get them all, but would love to get one. Um, there's a running. There's a couple running backs um, that we need to. Do we need to add to that room? Um, if we can get a big, a big six foot four plus tight end, that would be probably the biggest gift that we could get. Uh, obviously, and then obviously, you know, you know, you got to continue to keep building up front with your line. So, you know, if we can grab six to eight offensive linemen, that'd be good. A couple corners, and then um, our linebacker room is pretty solid, so we don't need much, many of them. One or two, and then D line, it would be good to grab four to four to six D linemen. So that would be, that would be a perfect Christmas for Hamlin football. <laughs> Ricky would like to know, he said, you had such a big freshman class this year. How do you feel that they worked out and how do you see them uh, contributing moving forward? Yeah, super excited about our, our freshman class who, who will be sophomores. Um, those guys made it through. I mean, we got, we got much bigger in our 2023 class and the goal for 2024 is to be, if not as big, but bigger. You know, um, I love our, our, our I love our young offensive linemen. I love our young defensive linemen. So um, I'm very excited about that. Those guys, they 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 got ingrained into the culture well. Um, it matters to them. They love you know our freshmen love football. You know, so it's just it's really good to work with. And, and it's exciting that they're going to be sophomores. It's exciting to watch this freshman class uh, mature into sophomores. I'm excited. I am excited about that. Next up is Jenny, who would like to know, how do you feel or evaluate the team's overall success from this past year? Well, um, like I told the team at the, at the end of the year, you know, we, we were a better football team. Um, so that was important to me that, you know, we didn't uh, go backwards or stay the same as 2022. Uh, we did get better. Um, there's still so much meat left on the bone, though, man. We, we can get it. We have a lot more. To, we got a lot more left in the tank. I'm excited about that, but, um, you know, I'm not going to say it was a fully successful year, but we got better, and that's what the goal was for this year. We needed to get better, so now we got to take another step next year. So, uh, Next up, we have Ron, who would like to know, Coach, can you explain a little bit to us about what it means that Charlie Wilson was named to the College Sports Communicators Academic All-District football team? Try to say that fast three times in a row. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, Charlie's obviously everybody knows who Charlie Wilson is. Uh, if you're a football player, or if you're not, outstanding student, um, great football player, and more importantly, just a good—I only want to call the kid—good young person. Um, so it means a lot. It means a lot to our program. It means a lot to the school, and it means a lot for his family. Man, his mom and dad are awesome people, um, super supportive, and um, very, very proud of you know, all the accolades that Charlie Wilson is getting. And that's a testament to him. It's a testament to the offensive line. Our quarterback, running backs, tight ends, they, everything matters. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a team award. So, 
that's I'm learning about this a little bit too, Coach. So is that like a a national thing that he's chosen for? What what, what kind of the requirements that got Charlie into that? You know what? That is our SID, um, uh, Sports Information Director. He's the one that kind of is in charge of doing all the nominations. So I don't know all the ins and outs to it, but I know there's there's certain awards that, you know, there's some guys on our team we can't nominate, but Charlie, he checks all the boxes. So we nominate him for a lot of different things. And sometimes there's some outside people that uh, look and, and, and they say, hey, this kid is, is worthy of this too. So Fantastic. Next up we have two for you from Joe. He would like to know, who is the guy on the Hamlin Pipers football team who always is in the Christmas spirit no matter what time of year it is? Oh, that's easy. That is hand, hands down, hands down, that's Caleb Leaders. Caleb Leaders, number seven, man. He's um, going to be a fifth-year force, so super excited to get him back um, into, our, into our mix uh, this, this uh, offseason. But, you know, we got a lot of guys like that, actually. You know, I, I kind of jumped the gun. You know, Evan Miller is a guy that's never had a bad day. Um, um, I'd, I'd probably say Evan Miller and um, yeah, Evan Miller and Caleb Leaders. Those are two dudes that are – and Alejandro. Alejandro is always pretty upbeat and, and uh, is always upbeat as well. So I'd say those three guys. Joe would also like to know, who is the Hamlin Piper's Grinch? The Grinch. Who's the Grinch? That's a great question. <laughs> the Grinch? Uh, the Grinch, depending on what day it is, could be Coach Taylor. It could definitely be Coach Taylor, <laughs> depending on the day. Jim would like to know, he says, Coach, I don't know if you saw that Division Three championship game, but, wow, Cortland sure played an impressive contest. Best game of the year. Man, how about that, man? First of all, they're playing a national powerhouse. And at any point when you're in, those, in, that, in that game, whoever the other team is is pretty doggone good, right? But North Central's been there before. Um, but for Cortland to win at the school from out east, Super excited about that. Um, I remember um, Cortland and Ithaca uh, coming through our high school when I was when I when I actually was a high school player. So I only reason I knew those schools because they were coming in and recruiting, you know, other you know other players. And I was like, wow, Cortland, we're Ithaca, we're at those schools, and to see Cortland win it, that was a, that's a that's a pretty cool deal. So good for them. Damon would like to know how do you feel the long layoff affects the college football playoff teams, and how does it benefit, if any, one team over the others? Oh, good question. Oh man, I think it's all about your, it's all about the preparation. You know, it's all about the preparation. Um, you know, it is tough. You know, when you're in a groove, you know, so to, to have those teams just lay off like that, it is it is gonna it is gonna affect um, some people. So, but again, it's all about the preparation. If they prepare the right way, um, you know, it'll, it'll be a good deal. So, Gary says, Coach, you're always the guy with on the in. So tell us what your thoughts are so far of Hamlin basketball, both for the men and women. Yep. Um, super excited about where the women's program's at, right? Um, you know, Alex Folky, who's actually our AD now, he really built that thing um, up. And um, Coach Josh is taking it, you know, he's taking it and ran with it. You know, men's basketball, they got some transfers in there. They got some bigs in there. Coach Hayes is a legendary coach. He won his, he won his 100th game, which is outstanding. It was super cool to see him win it and, and congratulate him afterwards. So they're doing good, man. When, when they win, everybody wins. So super excited about that. Let's talk some NFL with you. Chris would like to know, do you think that Minnesota's quarterback situation keeps them out of the playoffs? And we talked about this on this show for, gosh, Rob, I think we've been on nine or ten years. We talked about Pop Warner, Division Three, Division One, NFL. If you ain't got a quarterback, 
it's tough to have a chance, man. And I know they're struggling on their second and third. So it's going to be tough. Um, but um, I, I know um, their head coach is a good ball coach. I'm a big fan of um, Coach Flores, defensive coordinator, keeping them in game. So they've got to keep playing. Just keep playing and, 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 and try to chop it down one, one game at a time. Our buddy Andre returns. I'm liking his messages more and more because they're just shortened to the point. So three in a row, Coach. I'm stressed. <laughs> Dre, a lot of football, man. A lot of football left. We got the Giants twice. Um, again, we we knew Dre when the, when when this thing started. This was going to be a tough three weeks. If we could have been, you know, we could have got one of them. We could have got two. Would have been great. We could have got all three. Would have been awesome. But we knew it was going to be tough. So let's just let's not panic. Let's put the good vibes out there. Everybody, maybe go get a tea steak. You know, some little comfort food. Make yourself feel better. We'll be okay. We'll, we'll be okay. We're going to be fine. We got to get this next one though. So we'll be locked in. Raven like to know how serious do you see Detroit as a challenger in the NFC? I'll tell you what, if things keep going, Detroit might be coming to Philly, so I, I, I'm worried about them, man. They're, they're, their head coach played in the league. Um, his mentality, he's a tough guy, um, and you can see that you know, it, 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 it uh, filters into their team. Um, so, you know, I, and I, I remember Coach Dan Campbell as a player, man. He's, he looked like he could still play, actually. So, you know, uh, I, I I would hate to see Detroit in the first round against Philadelphia, but you know that could happen. But they're real; they they are real. So, next up, we have Ian, who says, "Coach, I understand that this show is geared primarily about football, but how about a little love for those Timberwolves, who are the top team in the Western Conference?" Hey, let's go, huh? How about it, man? The only time I didn't root for those Timberwolves when they played the Sixers uh, two nights ago, but how about them T Wolves? And like I said. You know, being a being a transplant, meaning you no, know, not from here. You know, I still follow the the, the the Minnesota teams, and you want those Minnesota teams to do well because when they do well, the city does well. When the city does well, everybody does well. So I'm fired up, and I'm hoping I can get over and and, and get a chance to see the Timberwolves and the Boston dudes play, man. So I haven't seen any yet live, but I used to get out to one or two, and I'm excited about that. And I'm super fired up. Sylvia would like to know. She says, Coach, I know you're always a sharp dresser but you had to have worn a freaky Christmas sweater at some point. Tell us about what it looked like. You know what? I'm going to disappoint. I'm, I was never the freaky sweater guy. I was, I was never to wear the, the, the ugly sweater guy. I don't, I don't have one, never bought one, never purchased one, never got one as a gift. So um, I, I'm sorry that we got to disappoint, but, yeah, that was, uh, that was, not, that was not my style. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Next up is Tom. I would like to say, Coach, thank you so much for the blessing that you have been to our players this year. You, all, you and your coaching staff have done a great job of always making them feel like they are special and that they are doing the very best to help not only Hamlin to become a better program, but to become better men in general. So just thank you for all that you do for us, and Merry Christmas. Hey, you know what? That means a lot. I didn't catch, I didn't catch the name of who said that or uh, granted those Tom. wishes, but Tom, thank you very, very, very much. It means a lot. Um, and you know it's a tough job. You know we're trying to develop and raise young young men into 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 men, and then that's really the ultimate job of that's the ultimate goal of what we of what we do. So thank you, appreciate that. And our words of wisdom for this week, Coach. I tell you what, um, you know one of the pillars in our in our in our uh, one of the, our one of our pillars is, is selfless. And you know we're in the, obviously the the holiday season. You know no matter what you celebrate, it's Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. You know, let's just, you know, take some time to really think about others in this, in, 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 during this time of the year, and um, let's just be grateful for what we have. So I would say that. 
Fantastic. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining me, and Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening.